Welcome to Geeky Life. Hello, everybody. I'm Frankie D. You are in Geeky Life. This is a podcast dedicated to you and me, geeks. Everything from movies, TV shows, hobbies, life, relationships, anything we talk about us, what we are, what we are going to be, this is for you. And I hope you join me every week, every Friday, an episode of Chess Geeky Life. I hope you can say, You had me at hello. <laughs> you had me at hello. Well, I guess we've done number 13, Lucky Charm, I guess. Uh, hello, hello, you got me a hello. I'm sure I got you hello. 13, you come back. Hopefully you come back if this is your first time. Welcome to Geeky Life. You come back. Thank you for support. Thank you for coming back. And if you're the first time, who the heck is Geeky Life? What is this? This is the place where all the geeks get together. We try to create a world for the geeks, for the nerds, the geeks, and you and me. I'm Frankie D. Who the heck is Frankie D? I'm a small YouTuber. I have like 1,600 subscribers. I've been doing it for three and a half years. I review movies, TV shows, gadgets, video games. And I always want to do a podcast. And, you know, after the crazy year of 2020, I say, what the heck? At the beginning of 2021, let's go for it. Let's try. Let's try to build like I'm building a new reviews side and uh, for reviews and movies, TV shows in uh, my YouTube channel. I want to create a geek place, a place where you can feel safe and talk about it and just get away from all this problem and just maybe, maybe a subject got to you. Maybe you like it. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you disagree with me. But this is for the geek and you and me. And we're going to try. And this is Geeky Life, the place where geeks feel safe. And uh, today was uh, episode 13. I can't believe it. I make it seven, 13 episodes and we keep going. And what are we going to call it today? Well, geeks and physical media. And a geek and the physical media used to be my main source it used to be for everybody but is physical media dead or is still alive or we just the geeks try to keep it alive is it dead cause let's talk about a little bit in the beginning how everything become a media i mean really we talk about videos the videos used to be vhs you know we don't talk about the word of vhs a beta but Everybody used to rent a video game, video movie. And VHS, you go to the major blockbuster in your area. All over the world, in the United States, it was a blockbuster. It was created in 1985. It, 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 it's just a crazy idea. This is a place where you can rent two, three movies at a time, return it, pay penalties if you don't return it after three days. You become a member. You don't need to be... Uh, an FBI agent to do this. It's just, anybody can get a membership and just you sign up and you get it and you come back and you rent more. And that's the way we used to believe how the movies was be. Not everybody can go to the movies all the time. You miss the movie. You want to rent a movie. You go to VCR. Yes, new people. We still used to have a VCR, DVD players, and a streaming. Didn't exist yet, but we go later that. And we go to the VCR and just we pull the tape and we watch a movie that when you see the quality right now, it's say, oh my God, we used to watch this. But in that time, 
That was, whoa, that is insane. That is so clear, so beautiful. It's almost like in the movies. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> at that time, we did feel it. And, you know, a video rental was all over. It just blew back to start, but it wasn't Mamas and Papas around the corner. It was Hollywood video. And in every part of the world, in every country, had their own video store. They had their own name and their own, you know, branches. And you... It wasn't normal. In the weekends, you go there and just go with your family and your kid, and everybody had to choose one movie. That's why it wasn't when my family, everybody choose a movie. You choose one, I choose another one, and we see it. And uh, and that's and sometimes one of the worst thing was the penalties because you rent it, but you just forget about it. They bring it back, and you don't bring it back on time. And that when they kill you. And that's why they make the money and all the lay fees. Blockbuster was famous for lay fees. And they give you like a big, big penalty with the lay fees. Until something miracle happened. In 1987, a company founded Netflix. I mean, a subscription by mail. Hold on. You're going to tell me I don't have to leave home. And I'm going to rent a movie in the mail and it come one at a time. You have many tiers, most of the tiers one at a time. And you can keep it as long as you want. You want to keep it for two weeks, a month, and until you return it. You won't get another one. You can make a playlist. And every time you return it, the first one in line, it will send it to you. A crazy, a wild, and an unbelievable idea. It was awesome. And in 2007, it became... It's just so big, they say, you know what? We're going to go and do a streaming. and say, what? We're going to stream movies. We're going to just, all the movies, we're going to get contract with the studios and become like a, a blockbuster and this Netflix, instead they just get a, t- a video, this, you just get a streaming at home. I mean, come on, dude. Just nobody's going to do that. And still, people have, Good internet, but, you know, they had DSL. It wasn't that fast like it is right now. But streaming was a crazy idea. Nobody, nobody going to do that. Oh, little by little, everybody's doing it. I don't have to get in the mail. I don't have to go to the store. All I have to do is click an app and the TV and that's it. And it was in every Blu-ray player. It was in any in any place that you have in a streaming service. Most of the Blue play, Blu-ray players or the DVD player had an app on Netflix. That's what you connect to the internet. And it says, "Wow, people you know." It's like, "Really? That what it was?" Yeah, we didn't have a smart TV. We didn't have much of the smartphones at that time. I mean, everything was done by a Blu-ray player. And it's just yeah, and a streaming coming idea, a crazy idea. Until 2013, Netflix becomes say, we're getting big, we're still in debt, but how about we start producing our own show? I say, come on, dude, just you can't compete with HBO. You can't compete with the major studios. You can't compete with the major network. You're going to now produce your own show? Well, they make a great show, House of Cards with major stars, and it was a hit. People said, hold on, I can see that in HBO. I can see, I can rent it. How can I see it? You only can stream it. 
So you're going to have to subscribe to Netflix. And that's the way it all began. With one little show, which was big, The House of Cards, and everybody started to say, okay, now I have to subscribe. And then it got show after show after show after show, which now Netflix become the best, in my opinion, to me, is the best network in the world. I mean, they produce so much content, and they just produce their Netflix all around the world. And sometimes they don't produce in the United States, but they buy rights from Netflix from uh, Norway, from Australia, and they buy shows that are in the HBOs or something like that, the private networks in, in other countries, and they bring it to them and they buy the rights and they produce it. And become you really can have thousands of thousands of thousands of shows in Netflix. You can never, never stop watching Netflix if you want it. I mean, not all the shows are good, not all the shows are great, but they become the pioneer. They were the pioneer. They were the first streaming service. They say, you call me crazy, now you try to copy me. And look at what they have. Netflix now has over 200 million subscribers around the world. 200 million around the world. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. In eight years, technically seven years, because that number is December 2020. In seven years, they got 200 million subscribers on a streaming service. That is Insane, insane. But they are the pioneers. Now, everybody's a streaming service. And you have every, I have every single one. From Disney Plus, which start growing and growing and bigger, HBO Max and uh, Paramount Plus, <laughs> Peacock. I mean, you name it, it's a streaming service all over Hulu. And you have to get it because every show, they come up, it's exclusive for them, and it's insane. It's the, it, and sometimes you really, the core cutters, they become, well, you don't need a network anymore because most of the shows on the network, they're not that good. And most of what you watch is all the streaming service, and that's how become the movie business, the television movies become a streaming service. Who buy DVDs? DVDs are well, become what it was a VHS in the past. And now Blu-rays are barely making. You know, Samsung stopped making it like three years ago, Blu-ray players. They're making, and two years ago, they stopped making the 4K players. They don't make it anymore because nobody buy it because everybody's streaming. Only few people are just crazy about physical media. The, the hardcore, the sound geeks are, I used to, and I tell you, I have a, a humongous collection of Blu-rays and some of the 4Ks, but I have a lot. But at the same time, I start little by little getting all those movies and getting and buying on, on Voodoo and buying on Fandango Plus. It's just getting the streaming version, most of them 4K. I always... Every week I go into Voodoo, like today, this morning, it's in every week I go and check because they always have a special. Good movies, old movies, you wait a little bit and you get a special from 20 to $10 to $5 and you get classics and little by little you're growing you, you, a streaming library, which you don't have to get up and put the disc in your player, which now 
nobody had players because most of the people play the disc and you game console. I have an Xbox and I have a PlayStation. I use it for that. I use it if you want to play a 4K player, you, you use the Xbox. But do you really want to get up? Look for the disc? Because unless you have an alphabetical order, you have like a 10,000 discs, and you have to look for it, get up, make sure you put in the player and start playing it and that when you can go in the streaming and get in boom like that. And then you want to stop and you can watch the rest on the phone and they can watch in your tablet. You can watch in the other TV. You can watch it in your neighbor. You can watch it with your friends. All you have to do is log in and boom, that's it. You don't have to take the disc with you. That's why movies and physical media is dying. Almost nobody's selling now the Blu-rays and nobody's selling little by little, 4Ks are going to be the last version of movies they're going to sell, but almost no stores selling it. Everybody's streaming. Everybody's buying the stream. And that physical media, I think, in five years from now, to me, is going to be what is vinyl now. What is vinyl for the music is going to be a 4K or Blu-ray. It's going to be those kind of uh, rare editions you know you you can buy the streaming but it's on sale it's a special edition on the 4k uh, blu-ray and i think that's my idea was coming on on the movies but let's talk about just we talk about movies how about the music we remember the music we have the old guys like me we used to play cassette we first we start with the vinyl and then we had a cassette revolution oh my god but the cassette never was so clear. It's always rental. It just it's always break. It's always something problem with that until the CD came. The revolution. You don't just have a CD, you can burn a CD and make your playlist music, all the MP3s you get it from Nafter. Remember Nafter? Oh my god. The Nafter era where you can download every single song that you want, legally or illegally, we don't go there. But people remember Napster, and you have a library and you hard drive, and then you burn CDs and you make your playlists, and you say, hey, I make the playlist for you, and you can make like 20, 30, 40, 50 MP3s and one CD. That was the, the time when it was our streaming service with this. And then you can put in the disc in your car if you have a car to play MP3s, or you can put it in your player and just you have three, ten, five, six hours of music. But little by little, the CDs are dying. The music, it become dead. And one company, one company become the pioneer, like Netflix was for the movies, and was Spotify. Spotify create a company in 2006 in Sweden. Yeah, Spotify is a Swedish company. And it launched 12 years ago in the United States. And little by little, I started getting the rights for the music. And artists were fighting for it. If you remember seven, eight years ago, a lot of artists didn't want to be in Spotify, didn't want to be in a streaming service because they want to sell the CDs. They want to make the music and make the money, but the money is not the same anymore. People don't want it. Nobody buying CDs. The stores don't carry CDs. There were special versions on Target and Walmart. But little by little, they were disappearing because the streaming 
was carried. You can carry, you don't have to download the music. You can stream your music every single time you want, every artist you want, anytime you want, in any place in the world you want, in any form you want, and your phone, and your TV, and your and you player, and your computer, whatever you want, you can do it. And that's what Spotify become the Netflix on the music. Of course, we have I mean, iTunes and then we have all that stuff, but Spotify became a little bit powerful. I think it was the most powerful competition for iTunes and any other sources because Spotify have 190 million, 190 million free subscribers, free users, and 155 million pay subscribers, pay users. Then you pay a fee like a $10, I think it's $10. And maybe it's a little bit less if you've got a family that's up to five people. And uh, you can choose no commercials, play any music, play your playlist, and play any album that just came out today. Today it came out an album, you go there and say, I follow the album, and you listen to the album completely. You don't have to go to the store and pay for the album. You don't have to, the artist will get their money, and you play your music every single time you want. Every artist you want, everything you want in the world. It's the biggest library of music in the world. And now become a podcast. Now they try to break in with uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, which is the leader on the podcast. And now Spotify is trying to get that market. It's not just getting the market or the music. Now it's starting getting the podcast, which they pay Joe Rogan, one of the biggest podcasts in the world and one of the biggest subscribers in the world. He paid $100 million just to be with them, exclusive. And little by little, all the podcasts, include this podcast, is in Spotify, which is brought up by Anchor. Anchor is a subsidiary of Spotify. So technically, I am in Spotify, <laughs> and I'm doing through Spotify, even so that I am in every single source that you want for podcasts. But that's what it is. Now the music becomes streaming. The physical music is dying. The only one is still alive is the vinyls. And the vinyls, I remember, I, I got to tell you, the, the, the great idea, things of vinyls was the art. If you remember in the 60s and the 70s and 80s, the art of the vinyls were really art. It was a, a piece of art. It wasn't just a picture like they're doing now. It was a, a drawing and it was, they were beautiful. Some double-sided uh, vinyls were amazing. I mean, they really were a piece of art. You can put it in the, in the wall and they were gorgeous. That is ended, but they know it still is in all these cool people and who want to buy vinyls. I have some vinyls, but uh, it's just, it's still, it's still you no know, a dead media, the vinyl. It resources, but the CD are dead. You like it or no, I don't think any store have a CD. I don't think anybody buy a CD. I don't think anybody buy a CD. Everybody is streaming through any source, but they're all streaming. And the music now is streaming. So the physical media on music technically is dead. Video games, hold on now. This is the key. Video games, long time ago, I 
I was a crazy by Xbox. And, you know, and an Xbox fan, even so I have both now. But, you know, when you play video games, I was a PC gamer and you buy the PC you you got a CD and you buy the game and you put in your PC and boom you play and everything on it, but you know it started getting expenses and expenses it started getting no easy and sometimes you just borrow games from one friend and there wasn't a, a copyright problem because you borrow it you get the the, the game from there you to finish user you borrow it and in two thousand two a company called GameFly. Try to do what Netflix did. It says, okay, we rent you video games in the mail, one by one, and you bring anytime you want, and you have a list. And I used to do that. I used to have Gamefly. And, you know, the problem became that we became so popular with the gamers that all the games, the brand new games, never were available. So you're playing the old games. And you get to the point that says, you know what, I have this subscription, but I can play any game that I want, and every time I, I want to choose one, it didn't work. They didn't have enough supplies to do it. But it was it was the idea to do a Netflix style, and Gamefly was the first. Then came with a GameStop. GameStop is the store where you can buy the games and you can buy the used game. And that is when GameStop works. GameStop works no more for the new games, even so they have exclusives. And then sometimes you go online at midnight to buy the game before anybody else. But GameStop was the key for people who don't have the money to buy the, the game on opening day, but you can bet it cheaper and use. Or sometimes, you know, it's just you didn't have a chance to play two years ago a game. Oh, now it's like 50% off. Let's go and buy it. What the heck? And then you can sell it. Resell it again. And you, sell, you buy a new game and you resell it with it. And you get money back. And that's what it was. A game store become a, an interchange of games and use games. And that was the physical media. It existed. It, just, it was there until not long ago. Once Microsoft come up with the idea three years ago, and that's when it killed the gaming service. Microsoft become, little by little, everybody say, look, this guy is crazy. I mean, I mean, come on. I feel Spencer. Spencer, come on. I know you want to try this. I said, listen, give me some time. I'm going to make Microsoft Game Pass for Xbox and PC a thing. So, yeah, and I was skeptical. I said, I, I, in the beginning, I didn't sign up. And it was cheap. They always give you motivation. They do it though. And they have some games, but it wasn't all new games. It was old games. And little by little was, you know, little by little was attracting games and games. But the last year, the Game Pass Unlimited for Xbox and the PC, you can get any game you want from any studio that Microsoft own, you can stream it, you can just download it, you don't have to buy the physical copy, you don't have to do anything, and it's yours. You're just there until they're coming out. They say they have the game for four or five months, and they say, we're gonna take it off from the 150 line, we don't gonna put this game anymore. You still wanna say, I wanna buy that game. They're going to give you that game. You can buy in discount. 
brand new, 50% or 40% to keep it. So the streaming on the gaming start all with Microsoft and Game Pass. PlayStation have the same. It's not working the same way the Microsoft. The Game Pass Unlimited is a gold. And because they buy so many studios, so many studios they have, 23 studios, and so many games, the library is insane. And now they join with E8, Electronic Arts, and Bethesda when they buy $7.5 billion a studio. They are games, they are exclusive. And now the console, the little by little, they're going to come on day one. Day one. That means one game is an example. In two days, April 1st, Outrider is a game they're going to come up. You can play it, you can play it in any console, you can play the demo. But that game is going to come to sell all over the consoles. But if you got the Game Pass Unlimited, it's coming on day one for free. So why you would not buy that subscription that is $15 a month and have that game that is $70 for free when you have a PlayStation or your PC or even an Xbox? and you don't want to pay the subscription, you're going to have to put up with $70 in the game. 70 bucks against $14.99, and sometimes you're getting cheaper, and you have 150 more games to play. Game Pass Unlimited is killing the physical gaming right now. And everyone said no. And I know my buddy Walter loves physical gaming. And I know he buy the games, and sometimes he sell it, resell it when he finish using. I understand. I used to do the same. I understand. But to the majority of the gamers now, to be honest, and all the gamers, we are geek in life. Let's be honest. How many of you have used the CD player? I mean, the disc player to put a video game. And the console. Even so, I have the real Serie X and I have a PlayStation with it, uh, with it, no digital. It's just, I have everything you have, you can play this CD there. How many of you buy the physical media and put the game in the player and instead download the game? Little by little, it becomes a reality that the gaming industry is an streaming. And I would say five years from now, and same with the, this, I would say even less. The streaming and the gaming is all about downloading and not buy physical. Sun will still buy Sun special editions and you want to keep it and you probably want to keep the, that for the, an old game and that's still going to be alive. But little by little, the streaming and the gaming online the buying it, the subscription, is a reality. You like it or no, it's a reality. It's just video game is the last source of physical media. They probably will not die yet. The music is dead. I mean, technically, 90% is streaming. The, the movies, 90% is streaming. And the video game is still... It's still having break.
I would say 70 Teddy in that moment right now. 70 street downloading Teddy buying the physical video games. But like Microsoft done is 18 million subscribers up to December 31st. So from the last three months, who knows how more they have. And they would have more if they would sell more Xbox Series X. And because all the problems they sell in this console, they would have lost, they probably lost another 2 million, 3 million subscribers that they haven't done it yet because they haven't had the Series X or the Series S, which is a completely $300 low-key 1080p video console which you can do all digital. I mean, really, the world is coming to digital. You like it or no? Is physical media dead? 100% no. I would say 80% yes. And I say video game is the last resource or no, done yet. And I think they will never probably die completely. But I would say in five years, every single game it will be downloaded and will be in your console. Every single game. Like it is streaming every single movie you're going to stream and not many people buying movies. Are you one of those? Are you one of the geeks who is still fighting to don't cross that line and still have the physical media? Or you are one of like me, the little by little, I'm saying goodbye to the physical media. I want to sell all my Blu-rays and keep the special editions ones. But the rest, just get some money and use it to buy more on Voodoo or any platform that I can buy any specials and have my collection back on digital. Let me know. Send me a voice message. Let me know. Are you one of those who still have the physical media? Or you are like me, which is streaming and downloading that's the way. Like a Mandalorian say, that's the way. Well, I hope you, I hope we had a little conversation. I hope you agree with me. I hope you this have a little bit a plus to you. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, again, I'm Frankie D. You are in Geeky Life. And uh, we are here every week. This episode was a couple of days late. I have a little problem. I couldn't do it. Uh, personal. And uh, I couldn't finish it, and uh, I struggle with, uh, be honest, I struggle with a lot of depression since I lost my daughter five years ago. And I have a rough weekend, and uh, I couldn't come up with any reviews for my YouTube channel. I couldn't come up with anything in my podcast. I didn't feel like I was up to do it. And I didn't want to sound depressing, I didn't want to sound mellow. But I'm back again, hopefully um, every week, like every Monday. You have a new podcast, episode 13. The Geeky on You, my friend. Geeky Live, I hope you're coming back next week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate it. Stay safe. The movie theaters are back. Uh, I have my two tickets this Friday. I can't wait to go to the movies where I live in Santa Clarita. The regals are open. And I'm going to go Friday, I'm going to go Saturday, I'm going to go Sunday, I'm going to go Tuesday, I'm going to go Wednesday and say, you're crazy. No, I'm not. I'm going to see the same movies. I don't care. I just, I want to be around people. I want to see the screen. I want to see the movies every year. I watch 150 movies a year. I miss those movies. 
and I hope you come with me. Until the next time, come back. Stay in Geeky Light, come back, join me, this geeky world, and come back the next week. And thank you for coming, thank you for joining me, thank you for discovering me. Until the next time, thank you. Again, God bless you. Ciao.